Today's episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Podgo is providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That is one more time, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, podgo dot co. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. That touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Welcome to Major League Wrestling, MLW Underground TV. This is not sports entertainment. This is professional wrestling, as real as it gets. Hybrid wrestling, extreme wrestling, Mexican lucha libre, Japanese strong style, right to the tip. It's all here in Major League Wrestling. World's Heavyweight Championship! Loki's fading! Loki's fading and the referee's called to the belt! Here is your winner and new MLW World's Heavyweight Championship! 
This moment from Mexico to New York, Contra is striking, paralyzing MLW at every level. That's gonna be the end of Contra. The Von Erics aren't gonna allow you to have a hostile takeover. This is Ikiruquan. Allow me to explain, you see? Gentlemen! Think about it. Who cared about us, bro? No bots. No bots. Who's getting taken off shows? Us. Oh, sorry. We don't, have, we don't have a flight or a booking for, for it this time. We Fast forward 12 ideas. months. Now they're talking about resigning contracts and stuff. I'm going to give everybody more money. I don't know about that. Now you want to give it. Now you, you know why. They shouldn't have been sleeping on us all along. Put some respect on Injustice's name. We are the best group doing this shit. Alright, joining me on the line right now is a member of Injustice. He is, of course, a big part of the MLW roster. You may know him as the Sauce God or the Hudson Valley High Flyer. He is, of course, Mr. Jordan Oliver. Jordan, welcome to the Two-Man hey. Power Trip. What's up, what's up? How is everything going in your world? I know life has uh, you know, changed a bit with the, the pandemic, but how you been handling things and how's everything going? I've been handling things pretty good. Like over the the break, I put on I put on 40 pounds. I just started working out hard. Over the past weekend, I just you know I just had three three other wrestling shows. I pinned ACH, Trey Lamar, and Brandon Kirk all in the span of three days. So I'm doing pretty well right now. Wow, how'd you put on the the weight? Just to get hit in the weight room, working out a lot. Yeah, I just started working out really hard, and I started eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, you know, because before I was getting up at twelve in the afternoon, you know, that's a that's a that's pretty late in the day. So I started getting up at like six and just working out and eating all day. Now you're a very young guy too, so obviously, you know, you're you're naturally going to get bigger as as you get older. Usually, you know, that's what normally happens. Is that kind of it too? You're, you're growing and you're getting bigger and you're starting to fill out. Yeah, I I think that uh, well, people are going to notice too when when. You know, they see the show this week at the King of Coliseum that uh, I'm not just, I'm not like a kid anymore. I'm, I'm a grown man now. 
Definitely looking forward to that. And, of course, that is MLW's King of the Coliseum, Wednesday, January 6th, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Fubo Sports and, of course, Pluto TV. Tell us a little bit about MLW and this restart going on over there with Mr. Court Bauer. I mean, you know, we got MLW, one of the the best the best uh, wrestling shows in the world going on right now. A lot of great young talent, some talent you may have not heard about, some talent you may have heard about, like, you know, low-key. We got Davey Boy Smith, a bunch of phenomenal wrestlers, a lot of good stuff going on in MLW. And, of course, at Kings of Coliseum, it's going to be a grudge match for you against Mr. Simon Gotch. What do you kind of think about this match? I, I think that this is going to be a, a good one. It's my first singles match um, in you know in MLW since since the restart had started. So I think I think it's going to be a great one. But I think what more people are going to say about it than anything is that it's going to be a fight because me and Simon Gotch we're going to have we're going to have a fight. That's a different for you. I mean, obviously you're known as being such a great high flyer. It's kind of a different game for you to go into more of a street fight. Um, no, not really because. You know, I, I, I grew up in the streets. I, before, you know, before pro wrestling, I boxed for a year. I amateur wrestled for four to five years. So I'm pretty well versed in combat sports. And I think, you know, just like you said before, I was pretty much known as basically a high flyer. I think coming into the, you know, the new era of Jordan Oliver, the heavyweight era, people are going to be seeing a lot more ground-based, slow-styled wrestling, suplexes, and hard-hitting action. Definitely going to be cool and different to see because, you know, like like you said, like a lot of people kind of think of you, myself included, as being like this crazy high flyer, you know, Blake Christian and you going and doing crazy things that we haven't seen before. So this is definitely going to be a a new you against Simon Gosh. That's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if if I was just at my, you know, my level two, before now i just i just reached a whole new level and i just feel like i'm you know way better a thousand years light years better than i was six months ago and it feels like there is a you know an issue there with simon gotch and contra and injustice that's a you know big time feud for mlw right oh yeah absolutely i mean we've been going we've been going back and forth for a long time now during this break simon gotch actually took it upon himself to attack me, you know, we we got a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, Contra holds the world title, and that's the belt that anybody would want to get, especially myself included with this weight now that I can actually contend for it. What do you think about yourself and Myron Reed and even uh, Cota Brazil and this injustice faction? I mean, I, I think I think we're doing great stuff. Uh, it's awesome to be able to, to, you know, be able to speak your mind on some topics that that a lot of other promotions really wouldn't let you talk about. But MLW, they let us, you know, they pretty much give us a full reign to speak on how we really, truly believe. Is that just them saying, hey, you know, we trust you guys, you know, you can kind of cut the promo you want to cut in other promotions. Maybe that might not be the same, but here we're going to let you cut what you want to cut. Oh, yeah, absolutely. M- MLW is very free-flowing. I think they're probably one of the only big promotions that is, are, are, you know, give the wrestlers this much uh, reign on what, what they want to do or how they want to be presented and stuff like that. Are you comfortable as far as promos and stuff? You know, some guys, when they're kind of younger in the business, they kind of grow into the promos. What do you think about your promo game? I think for a young guy, I have uh, pretty pretty solid promos. I've been, you know, obviously I put a lot of time in practicing them, and 
and whatnot like that. But I, I don't, I'm just, I feel like I'm pretty natural, you know, pretty natural talker. Now you said you're heavyweight. Now what? What are you at? What, what's your uh, what's your weight? Right now I weigh 220 pounds. Wow. So you? Wow, man. I didn't realize that. So you're probably you know 180 somewhere around there before, and, and, yeah. and you ballooned up 220. Wow. This is definitely going to be a, a new you because we're kind of used to seeing you not skinny, but a lot skinnier than than 220 for sure. Yeah, definitely. I would. Yeah, people. I would say skinny compared to what I am now. Do you have any sort of like other motivation for that? Did, did, was there, you know, maybe MLW saying, Hey, you know, get big or anything, or, or maybe guys in justice saying something, was there any other motivation for you? Yeah. I mean, man, what the, the last show I had before everything got canceled and closed down was, was the AAA MLW show. You know, so I was, I had, that was a, a high in my career. Cause the week before that I just made my UK debut. So I was, you know, I was doing, big things and everything just got everything just got taken away wrestling was gone the only thing that I had ever done in my entire life you know for my entire life wrestling's gone I was just pretty I was pretty bummed about it pretty down and then one night I was just you know I decided let's watch some wrestling I I put on Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold from Wrestlemania and I just thought wow I have to I gotta get like these guys I want to be the greatest of all time so I just started working out because I need to put on size so I can be considered one of the greats one day. Now, what do you do specifically? Is it just, you know, like a weight program regimen? Are you, are you eating better? What else are you doing to kind of, you know, bulk up? I'd say overall that, yeah. I, I started eating way better, way more, you know. So taking some creatine, a lot more protein, working out twice a day, just hitting the weights. I got a curl bar and a, and a straight bar, and I just I just go in for like two hours. Uh, yeah, two hours a day. Has that affected your high flying ability at all? Uh, no, but I am. You know, I'm. I am a young talent, but I, I'm. I'm pretty well traveled. I've, I've been wrestling for five years for a living. You know, so I wrestle quite a bit. So I'm. I'm dealing with injuries that just you know make it, make it kind of impossible to do as much high flying. And like I, I kind of wouldn't have it any other way. I like. I like not. I like wrestling how I wrestle now. This is how I've always wanted to wrestle. I just never had the size to do it before. You know, you've been wrestling five years, making money. You made your MLW debut back in 2019. How did you kind of get recruited into MLW? Well, what I, you know, I was I was doing my independent thing. I was on a lot of the top independent wrestling shows, and I actually held the championship in one of the top independent promotions, CZW at the time. I was the CZW Wire champion, and. I was wrestling Andrew Everett. Probably heard of him. He's on TNA. Yep. And stuff like oh that. yeah. Yep. And we did this amazing acrobatic, uh, you know, thing where he he went for a shooting star press onto one of my tag team partners. And as he was in air, I sprung board up to the top rope across the ring, and I caught him in the middle of the ring in an RKO. And it was just it was spectacular, you know. Yeah. And I got a little online action, and then I got an email from MLW. And that's it. I mean, boom, they, they see the potential there. And you've been there for basically, you know, it's going to be coming on uh, two years. I know with the pandemic, there was some time off there, but basically two years strong in MLW. Yeah. Have you seen a growth in MLW in those two years? Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the array of talent is just, it's just getting bigger and, and bigger and crazier. And even just the, the, uh, the interaction online is, is getting more and more. You notice, you see 
MLW, you're, if you're in M, tagged in the MLW post, all of a sudden your phone doesn't go off or doesn't stop going off for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. That is for sure. They seem like they're doing all the right things and whatever, you know, whatever they had to do for the protocols seemed like that got a lot of mention too. That got a lot of praise. Oh, amazing. One of the, one of the best companies to, to do the, the whole COVID thing since, since wrestling has come back for sure. Not to like knock another company, but it's just that they, I've heard, and I know from other wrestlers and obviously yourself now, that they kind of went above and beyond to make sure safety was, was key. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really wanted to make sure that, that nobody got, you know, sick or anything like that or exposed that, you know, we have a lot of older people that do that work for the, you know, behind the cameras and stuff like that. MLW is, it, you know, it, it has its base in pro wrestling. So a lot of the guys that work with MLW have been doing stuff in professional wrestling for over, you know, a decade, maybe 20, 30 years. You know, we have guys that used to produce ECW and stuff like that working there. So we have to make sure that those guys are safe. And MLW did a, a great job of keeping everybody safe because we got, we got rapid tests at the end of the week, you know, at the building or whatever. And, you know, not a single person came back positive and that's amazing you know probably 75 people there yeah that is awesome and that's great to see because you obviously don't want anybody getting sick but you know yeah, absolutely. especially you know some, i think an older producer or something that that would be very very bad but as far yeah. as just your time in mlw just like looking at it you've had a, a lot of matches but maybe Obviously, there's a lot more to come, but just looking at it, you wrestled ACH, King Mo, uh, Puma King, Drago, Laredo Kid. Any matches in, in MLW really stick out to you above others? Um, I I really love my debut match with with Snoop or Coda Brazil. Now, what was it about that? Uh, obviously, you know, now he's kind of in a partner in um and justice with you, but that was all the way back in, in New York City, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, so was it the atmosphere back in the the great Melrose Ballroom, or what was it about the match? Was it the chemistry? Yeah, there was just there was just something there, you know. It it felt it felt it felt big to me. It's like a a, a warm feeling when I think about that match. What do you think about him? I mean, obviously he's in injustice with you, but what do you think about him and him as a wrestler and him as an athlete? I mean, you gotta you gotta give love to to Snoop. Snoop Snoop is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers to come out of the Florida game. He's he, he's really good in MLW, but to see his really great stuff, you have to go out and see his independent work because this guy's out here having you know some of the some of the best matches you've ever seen on the independent, and people people are sleeping big time on him. So with you, you mentioned before, obviously, you know, with the AAA thing, you were in there uh, with Mysticis and Octagon Jr. and El Hijo de Viking. So, I mean, you were in there with some pretty good and great as far as that was for the trios title in AAA, but great athletes, great wrestlers, big names. Is that something that, you know, you want to do more of? Do you want to make sure you, you maybe go to Mexico to wrestle or you want to, you know, even if MLW brings in, do you want to wrestle more of that Lucha Libre style? Um, I would definitely like to wrestle more Lucha, Lucha Libre uh, wrestlers, but personally, my, my, um, my, whatever, wh- my style of wrestling would, pref- I'd prefer to wrestle, you know, a lot more of the Japanese talent, the strong style talent. Yes. How would you kind of describe, like, let's say somebody's never seen you before and they're about to tune in. Uh, on January 6th, like, how would you say if somebody's like, hey, uh, 
Jordan Oliver, never seen him before, but I'm going to tune into the Kings of the Coliseum to watch him wrestle. How would you describe yourself and your style? You know, uh, like I said, I know a lot of people would say would, before would say that I'm a high flyer, and I get this question a lot nowadays. People ask, "Well, oh, what's your what's your style?" I like to just say, I, "I'm just I just wrestle." You know, I, I think I think after the match, people are gonna, you know, they're gonna have vibes of of old pro wrestling days of the old. You know, guys just go out there and beat each other up and just wrestle. Almost a little bit of a hybrid, right? I mean, you could still do a little bit of high flying. Yeah or injury, but you're kind of like the old-school MLW style where they were doing that quote-unquote hybrid wrestling. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's going to – I think Jordan Oliver nowadays, people are going to look at me in the future and say, oh, wow, he's a throwback. This guy was wrestling like the guys did in 2006 and five and whatnot. Now, you really did make a big name for yourself as that high flyer, you know, all over the industry, and obviously that's how MLW noticed you. Do you think that that high flying gets you to a certain point, and then then you have to, you know, almost go for that more strong style if, as you want to, you know, move up and maybe head towards the middleweight title, or maybe even go after the tag titles? Well, well, the thing is, you know, at at some point, you know, in your career, you got to think, well, do I want to be, you know, do I want to be the the mid Carter? Or do I want to be the main event? And, and I'm looking at myself right now. I want to be the main event. You know, the middleweight title is one of the best titles in MLW, but I want the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. You know that I I had to switch the style because I I I need to be in the main event. That's where I need to be. That's that's my goal. I love that changing it up, trying to you know better yourself, and and you know move towards the you know the world championship as far as just mlw overall and just you know kind of looking at it is there any kind of dream matches guys you haven't wrestled yet that you're dying to wrestle or definitely want to wrestle oh yeah absolutely i, I want to get in there with alexander hammerstone i want to wrestle calvin tankman i want to wrestle Loki. i obviously want to wrestle jacob fatu and i wanted to wrestle simon gotch and this this week, I'm the King of the Coliseum. I'm going to get that match. Any prediction on that one? I mean, I, I this one for me, it's not about winning or losing. It's about proving myself and proving the talk that I've been talking for the past four or five months on, on Pulp Fusion. This is about getting revenge for Snoop. This is about getting revenge for myself. I'm going in there to fight Simon Gotch in one way or another, one of us is going to walk out hurt. And if, if it happens to me, me, I'll probably be dead. <laughs> as far as that, it, let's say, you know, you get the win. Yeah, he's in Contra, Jacob Fatu. Is this, in essence, a way for you to climb the ladder and head closer to that goal of Jacob Fatu for the world title? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Simon Gotch is he's one of the top-rated wrestlers in MLW. This guy is a world-traveled athlete. He's wrestled guys like... Mithaharu Musawa, you know, he's wrestled some of the greatest wrestlers that have ever lived. And if I, if I was to pin him, beat him, that would absolutely mean that I moved up in the rankings, you know? Have to be, right? Have to, yes, for sure. It seems like MLW is definitely on a roll right now, but it seems like Injustice has got a, a bit of an issue with Contra. It seems like where anybody wants to kind of move up into that main event scene before they get to Jacob Fatu, they seem like they got a lot of problems with the other members of Contra, which is happening to you right now. Oh yeah, they're definitely they're definitely blocked. It's 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 it, they're they're kind of gatekeeping. I mean, 
you got you got Simon, you got all the all these guys. There's a, there's a I'm literally a thousand members of of country units. Just you got to go through about a million people before you can even ask ask for a title match. And after you get through Contra, then you got MLW management over here trying to hold you down, not letting you get a title shot. It's literally impossible to to wrestle Jacob for that belt. I feel like if you beat Simon Gotcha, they can't uh, deny you any further. That's sure. the goal, 2021, become undeniable. As far as yourself and kind of, let's just say, a few years from now, obviously still wrestling, where do you kind of see yourself, like, as far as your goals and, and what you want to do and where you want to be? In the next five years, you said? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, for me, over the next uh, – you know, I, I don't know where where wrestling is going to take me, but my goals are just are to you know to become a main eventer, a world champion. You know, I, I would love to wrestle in Japan. That's one of my biggest goals in wrestling. But, you know, and if I make it to Japan, I'd love to wrestle in the G1. But I I really couldn't tell you. I mean, because I couldn't have told you that this year was going to end up like this. You know, so usually I'd be pretty. I usually have a plan, but. COVID kind of put everything in a, you know, in a swirl. Big time. And it's great to see wrestling getting kicked in gear and really started up again. Of course, MLW, the restart. Kings of the Coliseum will be Wednesday, January 6th, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Fubo Sports, and Pluto TV as well. Jordan, please give us all your social media plugs where everybody can find you. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Jordan Oliver, and you can pick up Jordan Oliver merch at my website, Wasted uh, WastedUseBrand.BigCartel.com. And like I mentioned to you all fair, pretty awesome that you took in my buddies Pedro and Alessandro, the South American sensation, the Chilean Express, as I jokingly call them, <laughs> uh, buddy, buddies of mine and buddies of yours. I, I just think that's awesome that you kind of helped them out when they really needed some uh, some help. So that's awesome on your behalf. Hell yeah, they they love wrestling so much. They want this so bad. And I believe in the future, in the next few years, America's going to come to know who the, you know, Pedro and Alessandro are. Nice. And any parting words for Mr. Simon Gotch? Hey, watch the Boston Crab. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother. Good evening. What's wrong? Were you expecting Pulp Fusion? Well, consider it canceled! You see, I've been hearing a lot of things. I've been hearing that MLW is calling for a rise of the renegades. I've been hearing that MLW is vowing for a restart. Well, good luck with that. You see, for the last six months, Contra has had a death grip on MLW. 
For the last six months, I have sat here in your headquarters, harvesting your resources, depleting your bank accounts, and hijacking your airwaves. Infidels! You do know what an infidel is, don't you? Allow me to explain, you see? Gentlemen! Oh. What? Hold your ground! 